Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This week on the show, our pop culture news, we talk about Shrek the Musical, Junior, and fortune cookies. It is May 2023, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brian, and I'm joined this week, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Linnea. Hello. And Evan. Hello. Hello. I also have a cat on my lap. So. You have a cat on your lap. Yeah, Hello he's to you joining both, us today. Sorry, I'm talking over you. Yeah, he's joining us today. All right. Jack the cat is joining us. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good. This is probably going to be just a short episode because we had lots of technical difficulties today. My computer was not being helpful. <laughs> Dang computer. I know. So we're kind of in a panic, but we ended up doing this show. So here we go. Pop culture news. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. So there is a new horror game out called Amanda the Adventurer. And apparently a lot of people are really interested in it because it's had like four betas. And each of them are like packed with like secret details and stuff. And what is this game? For for what platform? Um, I think it's like it's on Steam. It's not really on any consoles yet. Okay. But yeah, basically it's this horror game where the premise is just like you're going into this old attic. And you're putting these tapes into an old TV, and they contain these scary videotapes of what seems to be like a nice little door, the Explorer ripoff, but it's actually very weird. And what is it with you and horror games? <laughs> I, I don't know, Dad. I like watching horror games. Okay. All right, and this is coming out when? Um, it's already out. Oh, it's already out. Okay, I thought you just said it was in beta. No, it's been through a bunch of betas. Oh, That's okay. why people are excited that it is out. Okay, uh, Linnea, you want to go? Sure, if I have to. <laughs> if I have to. Sorry that my voice sounds groggy because I woke up like less than 10 minutes ago. My pop culture news for this week is that um, like a week ago on Snapchat, there is like an AI added that you can talk to in message. Oh, yeah, and somebody showed me that. Yeah, it's actually kind of good. They told me to ask the AI something, so I just put in what caused the Bronze Age collapse, and they were really confused what that means. <laughs> and the AI did get it right. There were a lot of factors. A lot of people in my grade have been using it to do really complicated math problems for my math classes. Really? So do you consider that cheating? I mean, if you can't use it for the test... <laughs> At least it helps with homework. So my news this week involves the Minnesota Zoo. (gasps) And many years ago, well, when when the zoo was first built, I believe, I guess I'm not sure, uh, but it had a monorail system going around the zoo. And it, through lack of funds and lack of repair, they shut it down in about 2013, I believe. And then a few years ago, they decided that they had this this elevated platform that they weren't using 
and they were going to turn it into the world's longest elevated walkway. And that job is going to be complete this July. So I believe that this pathway opens July 28th. I, I think that's what it was. But anyway, yeah, the Minnesota Zoo, it's down in Apple Valley, Minnesota. It They're going to have this brand new path. You'll be able to walk uh, elevated and see lots of things that you wouldn't normally see just from the standard walking paths around the zoo because the, the zoo is a huge place. They have lots of wild nature areas for the animals. And this elevated path will allow you to see areas that haven't been seen in years. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. All right, there's our pop culture news. Now let's go to our main topic. This week, we're just doing something fun. Shrek the Musical. Woo! All right, so we're just doing this because we're pretty proud of Evan here. Yay. Hey, little donkey boy. <laughs> Evan played donkey in Shrek the Musical. He just wrapped up three wonderful shows. Evan, tell us a little about what it was like. Like acting or like the premise yeah, just, of the musical? Just tell us anything, yeah. Okay. Basically, the premise is similar to the movie. A bunch of fairy tale creatures go into Shrek's swamp and he's mad, so he goes to Duloc to yell at Lord Farquaad and Lord Farquaad is like, no, go slay the dragon, I'll give your swamp back. So he goes to save the princess and slay the dragon. It was fun. I got the role of donkey, so I just got to like join Shrek. A bunch of people said that I was their favorite character, so I like that. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so I think you're more familiar with the movie than I am. I haven't watched the movie in like five years. Oh, you haven't watched it? Yet. Okay. So I was wondering, because one thing I noticed about these musicals that are called Junior, you know, so like this is like Shrek the musical Junior, is that it's only about an hour long, and it's it kind of speeds through the story, so there's things that are left out, I think, or not explained. Uh, do you think that's a problem, or do you think everyone, like, do you think it covered the story pretty well? I think it got most of the vital plot points. For me, the most confusing part is how do it takes a day's walk to get from Duloc to the dragon, and I get, like, there and back in, like, half a day. <laughs> Yeah, and at the same time, it takes Shrek and Fiona two days. Yeah. To... <laughs> but that's okay. It's all part of the story. So how long did you practice this show for? Auditions were like four months ago. And then callbacks were, I don't know. It, we, we've been practicing for like three months, I would say. And was it practice every day or just certain people every day or progressively we practiced more days and added more people per day we started with big group numbers and we got to smaller scenes and did you work on lines first the music first how did that split out mostly music first i think yeah after that because choreographing all the like lines were blocking yeah that was a bit harder i guess how did you learn the music? Did you just sit in the music room and did they play it out for you on the piano or were you listening to that the, the, the score that we heard as the audience? Well, it's kind of a mix of both. When they were like introducing us to the music, they played it all at like the same time. We were just doing a read through. And then like progressively, I was just listening to it at home too, just so I can get more used to it. Over spring break, I just was in the car and I just repeatedly listened to the same song over and over. So were you listening to someone sing it the way you would sing it? Or were you just listening yeah, to the I was background? Yeah, like, 
somebody singing it. Oh, okay. Okay. So you weren't, you didn't really have the music in front of you. You were just learning it by rote? Um, yeah, most of the time. So you had two directors for this show. Yep. No, I know one was your choir teacher. Who was the other person? Um, he was an, like, ELA teacher. Oh, okay. And they're both just interested in theater. Yeah. They decided to team up. Actually, his husband, the ELA teacher, is also the, like, director for another middle school in our district. Oh, okay. So that's pretty cool. And... Uh, so this is maybe kind of silly, but was there ever any, any conflict between the directors? Like, did one tell you one thing and one tell you the other, or, or were they pretty much on the same page? A uh, friendly conflict, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They, they didn't always agree on everything. Okay. Now, Linnea, you, you at high school, you you pretty much just have one director, right? When mm, you're doing shows. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much what she says goes. Is that... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just wondering if there's any difference in that. Linnea, when, at high school, when you're doing musicals, do you sit with a score or do you learn it by rote, too? Well, we have different directors for everything. Like, we have a different da- da- director for dancing than we do for blocking, and a different director for music and that kind of thing. Okay. And when we're learning music, we just kind of sit around, and they're like, okay, soprano sit there, alto sit there, and then they like, someone's, like, plucking on the piano. And then we all just kind of take turns singing our parts, and then we sing together until it sounds good. Do people come in and go, you're flat, you're sharp, do this note right <laughs> or do you know this, you're, you're off on this A note? A little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Those are my least favorite rehearsals. I think uh, they're boring. Okay. So last year it was okay because I could just put my mask on, and I wouldn't have to sing, <laughs> and no one would notice. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, Evan, I noticed some of the kids in your group, that were on the stage, you know, like the Dulakians or whatever, weren't singing. Is that just because they didn't want to? Probably. I th- I know for most people, like they auditioned knowing that they would sing. They even sang their audition, but they still just didn't want to. Yeah, because I know, like there'd be a big lineup of 20 people and I noticed about 17 of them were singing and then three of them were just sort of standing there. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> whatever, you know, maybe they're shy or whatever. But at least I'm. It, it, it's cool that they got a part. It's cool that they use so many uh, people in your show. Yeah, like the, uh, one of the main reasons the directors chose Shrek is because they said there were just so many roles. Sure. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of people got lines. I think there were like 50-something students. Yeah, that's great that you can include so many people. So the dragon was played by two people. Well, three technically. Three, three technically, yeah. There was one person holding the dragon head and then one. Did you guys notice that the person holding the dragon head would, like, change? No. no <laughs> yeah. I, they usually held the dragon head in front of them, so I couldn't really see them. Yeah, progress, at, like, from the forever song and then the wedding the person holding oh, the dragon okay. had changed plus normally when the dragon's out there i'm looking at the wings because they're so shimmery <laughs> yeah those wings are pretty cool in the script is it one person as a dragon or two people they're doing the wings i think like the max dragons that you can get is three actually but i mean in the script does it actually call for two people to do the wings or you don't know i mean there's not a specific amount of wings that you need okay <laughs> so what for for those of you who didn't see it, of course, the people portraying the wings, the, the dragon. So the dragon came out, and there was one person carrying a big head, and the jaw would move, so that was kind of neat. And then there was one person each. They had these beautiful, shimmery, cloth-like wings. 
that were on probably like wooden or metal rods that they could they could move around and sweep through the air and it was it was a really cool effect. So yeah, I I thought that was pretty cool. I don't know how they changed into those so fast that they did. Yeah, there were a lot of costume changes. I noticed between, a lot of people in different roles. Between Freak Flag and then also the finale, which is like maybe like three minutes, they they have to like completely change outfits. So let's talk about Farquad. Yes. Uh, so Farquad was, was played by your friend Logan, mm-hmm. and he's shorter than you, so he's a little short, but but he kneeled through the performance. Is that part of, part of the script too, that that person kneels? Yeah, I think most of the time Farquaad does kneel like that. And his costume was pretty cool. What can you tell us about that? Uh, I mean, it looks like Farquaad from the movie, I guess. He had a hat, some nice legs. He even had a wig on. He had a cape, too. Oh, yeah, a to cape. To cover his legs. Yeah, I, I kept wondering if he was trying to cover his legs with his cape because he would always sort of move the cape. <laughs> yeah, the directors did tell him to do that. Oh, okay. And his mom made the costume, right? Mm-hmm. That was just an incredible costume. Yeah. And she did a lot of the arts and sets yeah she made a bunch of the sets too. yeah so she's the art teacher at your school one of two art teachers one of two art teachers okay the other art teachers room we used for eating food and of course we should talk about shrek who we've mentioned on the show before we we called him tall jack but, oh. <laughs> <laughs> tall but, jack. but his name is jack he did a great job at shrek yeah he was pretty fun and he's what he's got to be over six feet i think he's like six foot two or something yeah he's just a, a huge kid and he's in seventh grade mm-hmm and I mean, because like, you're tall for middle schooler, but standing next to tall Jack made you look so short. I know. Well, it was funny because, you know, you, we came out of the show and we're walking down the hallway to go because you know, the uh, all the cast members are standing on each side of the hallway and you're sort of walking down and greeting them. And you look way down at the end of the hall and you can see J- Jack is like a whole head taller than everyone else in the hallway. <laughs> in the you can see him from down the hall because it's, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, God, he is just so tall. Uh, but it, it worked well, especially when he was standing next to Farquaad. It was it was a really fun effect. Yeah, I really like that one moment when Farquaad like raised his hand up, like at, as he won something. Farquaad raised his hand up, and it was just like to his shoulder. Yeah, if that even. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you were Donkey, of course, which is a main role. What was your favorite part? What was your favorite song? I mean, before I say that, I I just like I like the fact that. Whenever I saw Linnea do a high view musical, I was always like, I don't want to like the ma- absolute main role. I just want like the secondary main role, so so I can like still be noticed but not be completely main. And that's exactly what I got. <laughs> so I find that fun. But my favorite song was probably Travel Song. I liked that one the best. That was good. I enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. So you you did this this pretend walking like you're traveling and then people behind you would would go by with trees and and people walking and signs and things like that that was that was a fun effect yeah i thought that, that was, was a fun. very catchy song it was i think the songs in this musical are actually like really good like i wasn't expecting much but they always like really catchy tunes like if i if you just told me the name of one i'd probably be able to remember the melody but maybe that's just because I saw it three times. <laughs> yeah, for having never heard of, well, I guess I'd heard of the musical, but I hadn't heard anything about it or I hadn't heard any of the music, so I didn't know what to expect. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was catchy. I know I said we many years ago when we did our 
How to Train Your Dragon episode, I talked about how much I didn't like Shrek. <laughs> so when yeah. they said you were doing this musical, I, I kind of thought, oh, okay. But no, it was it was cute. It was fun. It was I enjoyed it a lot. Most people don't actually like like the real Shrek the musical. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Because it's like it kind of takes away the whole purpose of Shrek. Apparently, that he just like does not like music or anything. Oh, okay. So this one is different than the real musical. A, a bit, I guess. I don't know. I haven't actually seen the real musical. Okay. I think last year we watched Shrek the Musical in choir class when we had a completely different choir teacher. Oh, okay. But I still, I don't remember anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. So, junior high musicals, I, we had a great attendance. It, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. We also got to... Like behind the director's back, we planned a whole like surprise for them at the very last show. That was fun. Yeah, tell us about that. Oh, like together for a while, we, I had you actually made make like cards for them or big posters that yep. we all. Yeah, I made some signed. posters that you asked me to. Somebody else brought flowers, and somebody else got gift cards for money that we all, like as a group, raised. I think it was over three hundred dollars for both the directors in the end. Yeah, nice. Gave each of them $150 gift cards. So the big question now, are, do you have the theater bug? Are you going to do it again? I think next year, some people are saying that they're, because this one was so good, they're going to do two musicals. Ooh. So Which, one in the fall and one in the spring? Yeah, that would awesome. be. Awesome. That would be fun. That, that didn't be... answer the question, are you doing it again? I Hopefully. Good, good. Unless yeah. I don't break, actually break a leg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you did an awesome job. and You should to- do it in high school, too, so we can get in place together. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, you too. Di- during the final like dinner, somebody in eighth grade like randomly wrote a note saying, if you go to Irondale, can I adopt you as my theater child? <laughs> <laughs> who, who wrote that? The person who was playing teen Fiona. You'd no, you'd be my theater child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you two will actually have one year together at Irondale. Linnea, did somebody adopt you as their theater child? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think I belong to no one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you belong to us. All right. Well, anyway, we don't need to go too much longer. It's just a quick uh, one-off episode. Just yeah, just kind of fun. Uh, congratulations, Evan. It was a great show. And yay. And yeah, if you're a listener and are interested in uh, theater, yeah, try it out because it's a lot of fun. All right. Now it's time for fortune, fortune cookies. cookies. All right. (laughs) I don't think this one applies to me, but I'll read it. Participation in sports may lead you to a lucrative career. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what sport I could start now at my age that would lead to a lucrative career, but okay. Maybe pro bowling. (laughs) Yeah, do some golf. Ask a friend to join you on your next voyage. That's a good one. Except there's a typo. What's it say? Like me asking Shrek to join him on his voyage. Ask a friend to join you on you next voyage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mine is, action is the basis of success. Oh, all right. Well, there we go. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Lunchbox Reaction. A little different than our normal episodes, but like I said, we were having some computer issues, technical issues, so we just ran this off quick. Uh, hope you enjoyed it, and if not, we'll be back next week with something a little more pop culture-ish, or we might have a surprise next week. I'm not quite sure. <gasps> 
A surprise. <laughs> oh, I know what the surprise is. Well, I've... Oh, what? You spoil just spoiling the surprise? I'm just spoiling the surprise. Okay, oh. should I cut that out? Beep. Beep it. I'll it's beep dead. it out. But yeah, we have uh, something coming up. I don't know when it'll air, but yeah. Anyway, that's it for now. <laughs> Thank you to my co-host, Evan. That's me. And Linnea. You're welcome. And we will see you all next week at, at the, the lunch, lunch table. table.